deciding who wins the game on this call. Under review. The call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Quarterback's arm is going forward. That's the worst call in the history of all sports. Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I am your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with. JD! (laughs) What's going on, buddy? Without cue. I can't believe I actually made it through on the first try. I, I can't believe you're proud of that. We've done this a lot of times. <laughs> and I screwed up even with the cue, so. Uh, that is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we are. It is Wednesday, November 27th. We are headed into the stretch run, week 13. Uh, and we're coming to at it a little bit early this week because of the Thanksgiving holiday. So we uh, we promise to give you some uh, quick and dirty nonsense here, um, and uh, give you some of the plays we're looking at this week. Um, and by quick and dirty, I meant the 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 information, not um, yeah. Well, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm ready for a, a day off just full of uh, gorging myself on food and hopefully as much as much football as I can take in. I hear you, man. I got the the turkey is in the brine uh, getting ready to uh, throw in the smoker in the in the morning and see how that turns out. Uh, ready to play some of the. That that Thanksgiving uh, DraftKings slate is always one of the most fun of the year. Um, we're we're not gonna really talk about that slate on this show because nobody will get any useful information by the time this gets out. Um, not that they well, get useful information from us to begin with. Plus, <laughs> plus, I've probably listened to five podcasts and gotten about one and a half takes out of the whole thing unique wise. So I think, uh, you know, it is what it is. Play, play the dudes you want to play and uh, try to mix it up some because when, when you put that lineup together and it seems so easy to put together, um, just think that everybody else put that lineup together too that easily. So you're going to want to play some variation. Um, if if you happen to, I, I am playing some Trubisky this this week. Oh boy! If that if that tells you how much you need variation. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. You you don't want to. So play, be prepared next um, week for a, a good rant. There's yep. gonna be a real good rant next week. I can promise you. What's the guy's name, bro? Is that who? David Blah. Blah. Blau. 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 Oh yeah. I'm hoping he plays Blah. He blows. Oh. Boilermaker. Yeah. 
undrafted free agent out of Purdue. Okay, well, that's enough of this talk about the slate that will already be halfway through by the time anybody even gets this downloaded to their phone. So, um, because it's uh, a win Friday uh, midweek, um, not that it matters to me, but because anytime we're recording, I pretty much have a drink in hand. Um, before I describe that, why don't you tell us about that ice cold water that you're drinking? I do. I'm looking at about 24 ounces of nice cold distilled water right now that I'm uh, I'm chugging back. Got to make sure I'm uh, fully healthy to be around uh, them uh, cousins and aunts or uh, nieces and nephews tomorrow. So, well done. Well, I'm drinking uh, something with alcohol to kill the germs. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a beautiful, lush terrain from Hot Butcher. You know how I love my Hot Butcher. And uh, take a look. I posted a picture on Instagram. I got some fresh Hot Butcher glass this week, too. So, pretty sweet. Nice. It's pretty, as always, Hot Butcher, real tasty. So, uh on the topic of drinking and doing a segue into performance uh last week we had ourselves a little little gentleman's wager that i believe involved somebody pouring bourbon for somebody you 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 know what i don't remember even what we bet but i'm guessing you're bringing it up (laughs) because i lost i that rare occasion where i won one uh and this was the massive bet we had uh your Darius Geis versus my Bo Scarborough. Scarborough. And uh, <laughs> Bo went off for a massive 8.8 DraftKings points to Darius's 4.8. So I will be enjoying a nice glass of bourbon that you pour for me tomorrow. Oh, wonderful. I better bring some bourbon over there because I think I drank it all. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was real exciting, real exciting wager we had there. Oh man, we should have put some sort of minimum qualifier on that garbage. Uh, like uh, attempts, opportunities. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't great. They both had more than ten opportunities. Uh, they just neither one of them really did anything with it. Oh, well. Well, speaking of last week, uh, how did you fare? Not good. Uh, I had one lineup that went over 100, Uh, so that was a little rough. Um, That one lineup that did go over 100 got to the um, 149.9 stage, and uh, I had two things that really brought me down. Uh, One, I expected Jamison Crowder against Oakland. Uh, to go off a little bit, but they didn't really need him to do much because that game was just uh, a routing. Uh, And then I took a real deep shot because this was the GPP lineup, and I played uh, some Patrick Laird for Miami, uh, thinking they were going to use him a little bit more, and uh, they didn't. You bought into that nonsense. So, hey, man, I mean – you're talking about a team that has sold off every piece. Like it's clear they weren't trying to do anything. So you might as well find out what you have. And uh, yeah, they might as well throw a football uniform on me and roll me out there. 
At least well, somebody might bounce. At least off you got the roll me out there part. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, how'd you do? Well. Because I'm not going to go into my season long because uh, that was just depressing. Yeah. Russell Wilson um, really let me down. I. The same. Same. I. I need. Uh, I need to turn things around quickly for season long. Um, I, I'm still there, and, and I still have the best team in the league. I've just dealt with some real piss-poor luck. So, Moving on to my DraftKings results, um, same. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, it was not a good main slate for me. I, uh, I had about a 45th percentile. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe a little higher than that, um, cash lineup, but I missed all my double ups. I only won 30% of my head to heads actually kind of unlucky only winning 30% of my head to heads based on, you know, my 120.64 lineup, um, sunk, you know, by a disappointing Matt Ryan and, uh, Hunter Renfro who got hurt. And uh, the thing that really sunk my lineup um, absolutely was James White. I don't know. I had a feeling about James White, and uh, it was wrong. So uh, 0.9 points out of that flex position. I could have put just about anybody else in that at that same price range as him into that spot, and, and I would have cashed everywhere. So... That one was brutal. Um, and then I had a real nice sweat on the Sunday night showdown. <laughs> uh, not nice enough because it didn't come through, but I was tied for first in a in the dollar GPP, the big dollar GPP, uh, through up until about was when did. Uh, Mostert score that touchdown at the end. About three and a half minutes left in the game, uh, or so. That's that's when I got knocked out of first, and so instead of uh, splitting up a couple grand, I ended up taking down a whole fifteen bucks. And uh, so that's the second time this year in the in the last couple of weeks that I've had a. Decent sweat on uh, showdown slate. Um, had a reasonable lineup um, Monday night as well. Didn't didn't quite fare as well, that well, but um, getting close. We might break through soon. Just gotta keep cracking at it. You know how it goes. But yeah, but those sweats are always fun. Uh, um, it's that's that's why we play. So. I mean, obviously, rather come out on top, but you know the odds are pretty, pretty, pretty slim. You just got to keep putting yourself in, in position. So, with that being said, let's let's uh, throw down some quick early thoughts here on week thirteen. One thing that we're I will say before we we get going here is that. Uh, JD and I did not share our <laughs> picks, so either there there could be some overlap or um, maybe laughing at each other. 
So, uh, well, we do that anyway. It doesn't yeah. really. <laughs> Why don't uh, you go ahead? I'll tell you what. Um, you could take quarterback and wide receiver first, and I'll take running back and tight end first, just in case we overlap. So if you start hearing keys slamming, that's because he took my guy, and I I need to type in some stuff. Yeah, you don't need to <laughs> yeah. Switch. Um, I'm starting. Out, I'm. I'm going to look at Nick Foles this week. Uh, going up against Tampa, 5,700. Uh, pretty low for a uh, pretty decent volume uh, play here, I think. Uh, so they're going against Tampa at home. Uh, Tampa gives up 25 points or DraftKings points to the quarterback position per game, which is the second most points per game uh, to that position. Um and the over-under on that game is, I think, 48 or sitting somewhere right around that point. It uh, is 47 and a half when I yeah. checked. So, uh, you know, you got a pretty good point total there. Uh, and I would imagine that they're pretty close and, you know, pretty even throughout that. Uh, maybe a one-point spread? Uh, yeah, so. Tampa Bay um, slight favorite, real slight favorite. I mean, you're, you're talking 23 to 25-point range here. Um and based on the, the opportunities needed that I'm looking at, uh, he averages 35 opportunities a game. So basically his passing and his rushing attempts. Uh, and to get to that 3x value, he only needs um, 38 opportunities. So I, I don't see that being an issue because this has the potential to be one of those shootout back and forth games because uh, both teams are struggling against the pass or at least against QBs. At this point in time, I mean, Jacksonville's uh, given up 20 points, DraftKings points of games to the quarterback position. So it should be interesting. Uh, I considered going Winston on the other side, but he's got more of a propensity to throw the ball away. So I'm, I'm going with Foles this week. Okay. Um, we don't have a whole lot to say about it. I mean, the Jacksonville struggled against Tennessee coming out of the gate last week. Uh, they ended up putting up some numbers, but um, I, I don't know. It's uh, a little There's scary. A drastic difference um, between Tennessee and Tampa. Matt, Matt Ryan uh, laid an egg against Tampa last week, so that uh, that's a little scary. But um, I like like the uh, perhaps as a GPP play there um we know that uh, the way to attack tampa is through the air so um not not uh not gonna hate hate on that pick too much um the guy that i picked out is uh sam darnold um he's going up against cincinnati who uh is you know the only remaining winless team uh they're they don't have their number one cornerback um they're just pretty pretty awful uh darnold is starting to hit his stride in the past three weeks he scored 21 and then 26 and then last week 31 DraftKings points against similar type opponents if not just a little bit better than cincinnati uh, game is only a 41 and a half total though. Um, 
I I just think that Darnold is a pretty solid pick. And, you know, three, four weeks ago, everybody was saying, oh, look at Sam Darnold for the rest of the year. He's He's got a lot of good matchups, and, and it's it's playing out. It, the very first week wasn't the best, but then um, here lately he's picking up steam, uh, making, you know, some good uh, – Good connections with uh, Crowder and uh, Ryan Griffin and such. So um, I, I like uh, Darnold this week at 6,100. Uh, could be in consideration for me for cash or uh, GPP. That's an interesting one. So, yeah, Darnold's had himself a nice uh, last three three weeks. Uh Coincidentally enough, uh, the Jets have scored 34 points in all three of those games. So uh, that seems to be the magic number. Uh, if they can score 34 points, Darnold will be having himself a good day. Um, the cash versus GPP is really interesting to me because his price point is right there in the middle where you really could go either way on him. Uh, his uh, Based on the opportunities needed uh, for value, he averages 35 opportunities a game as well, but only needs 36 to hit that 3x, which puts you at 18 points, which is what you're, you know, a, a pretty decent floor for out of your QB. It's an intriguing play. I hadn't thought about that one. I've been, I've been pretty high on Darnold the, the last two weeks myself. I've had him. He was in my one good lineup last week. Well, I mean, um, look at it this way. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to be focused on Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes this week. Um, going to be hard to get them in um, alongside uh, Christian McCaffrey. So uh, you're going to want to come down a little bit, I think, from that 7,000 um, range. Um, and so as I bring up Christian McCaffrey, why don't I go ahead and transition over to the running back position? Um, no, I'm not going to tell you that Christian McCaffrey is my play. Although I did tweet last week at the end of the week, hashtag always CMC, which means that I'm jamming him in every week for the rest of this year. And I don't care. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem to matter what his matchup is. Um, but because I'm jamming in, Christian McCaffrey, I need some salary relief. And this week at 4,500, Jamal Williams going up against the Giants uh, fits the bill for me. Uh, Green Bay is favored um, in a game with a 45-point over-under um, and a 25.8 uh, implied team total. Um, <clears throat> Williams is... He's got this strange role. He's not necessarily well he's not the lead back in green bay but he does get quite a bit of opportunity um sometimes on the ground sometimes through the past um passing game but over his last 10 he's averaging a plus 8.05 DraftKings points over expectation and he's exceeded value um 80 percent of the time so at 4,500, I think you could do a lot worse. It's funny that you bring up Jamal Williams because I'm actually looking at the other running back on that team. Um, 
this is a lineup I made that I did not jam in Christian McCaffrey, so I did not have to drop down that far um, in my play here. Um, obviously, this is, again, more of a GPP lineup because I don't have Christian McCaffrey in there, who I think you pretty much have to play in cash every week, as you mentioned. Um, look, this guy's averaging uh, Aaron Jones, 6,800. He's averaging 20 points a game. He's getting 17 opportunities a game. I mean, uh, him and uh, Jamal Williams, they average uh, basically the same DraftKings points per opportunity. Um, Aaron Jones is at 1.14. Jamal Williams is at 1.13. Uh, and their opportunities per game, 17 to 11. And what they need for value is uh, basically 18 to 12. So, I mean, they're, they're right there. I think this is a game where they can both – uh, net you a good return. Um, the Giants are not great against uh, running backs. They're giving up some decent amount of points to that the running back position at 24.6 a game. So, um, and I think Green Bay's got something to prove after they just <laughs> pretty much got it handed to them. Uh, well, not pretty much. They had it handed to them completely. Uh, when they played the Niners. So I think prove themselves and uh, this could be a get right spot for them. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that is pretty funny. We're both kind of on the same page there. And uh, it's uh, not the best matchup. Giants aren't terrible against the run, but they're not great either. So cool. Why don't you uh, tell us who you're looking at for a receiver? All right. Well, this one is a little, uh, this one's riskier than normal because it's not a guarantee that he's going to play at this point in time. Um, I'm looking at Alshon Jeffrey. Um, obviously I'll pivot if he doesn't end up playing. Um, but he's, he set up, uh, assuming he plays, uh, in a very good position because they are going against the Dolphins and the Dolphins are giving up 38 DraftKings points per game to the wide receiver position uh, per the guys over at uh, Pro Football Reference. Uh, Alshon is getting seven uh, targets a game and uh, anytime you're getting that kind of volume against a team that gives up points to that position... That's really good news, and he is only 5,100 because there is that risk uh, of him uh, not being able to finish the game. So, again, like I've done with my first two positions, I'm looking at a GPP play. Uh, If he does not end up playing, I will obviously pivot, uh, but I don't know that I'll pivot within that game if I'll just go with our Sega white side or uh, move on to a different game. Yeah. This guy's been pretty much just taking space up on my season-long bench. Uh, I've been banged up for a while. He started off the year decently, but hasn't hasn't really produced since uh, since the beginning of October. And uh, been you know it, missing quite a few games. Uh, look, if he's playing Miami and he's fully healthy, he's probably. It's probably hard to say he's a bad play. Uh, the best I can say for him right now is he's popping pretty high in my model, <laughs> um, which makes me want to 
break my model, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in Alshon um, lately. So, um, but the matchup is right. Be interesting to see if, if Wentz is uh, fully healthy too. That was going to be my other point is that there is uh, the other risk of his quarterback not being able to get him the ball. So, And there's all those other mouths to feed the tight end. Wentz does love his tight ends quite a bit. Yeah, as you say, other mouths are Hurts and Goddard. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, my pick is DJ Shark, 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 DJ Shark, Shark, Shark. I'm sorry. That was. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the last person listening to our podcast just quit. Yes. <laughs> I can quit now, too. No. Uh, Shark is 6,600. And, you know, for all the same reasons you were liking Nick Foles, the matchup against Tampa is just, um, Real hard to pass up when they're the worst team in the league against uh, wide receivers. Uh, Sixty six hundred. He's kind of in a mid mid price, mid to upper. I'd say maybe he's the tier three um, level pricing for wide receivers. Um, just had a great connection with Foles, um, who you know everybody was predicting would be keyed in on his slot receiver and uh, really likes to bomb it out to Shark. Shark uh, has the look and feel of the number one type receiver. He he goes up and gets the ball. He's a big-bodied receiver, and um, the matchup is, is prime for the taking. Yeah, Tampa's given up the most DraftKings points per game to the wide receiver position, so that, yeah, uh, he it has been in all of my lineups, uh, and I guessed that he would be <laughs> one of the people that you would talk about. So. Yeah. I win. Sweet. Well, um, I'm going to cheat at the tight end position, and uh, I'm just going to play one of the guys who's playing Arizona. I know, I know, I know I'm a broken record with this. Um, Gerald, I, I think that Gerald Everett is, um, he's, he's going to be contrarian because he's priced up to 4,600. And I don't think a lot of people are going to want to click on, on him. Um, but you know, Arizona has just been so freaking terrible in the tight end position. I mean, look what they they gave up to a Ross Ross freaking Dwelly in their last outing, uh, and um, and you know, Goff has not been great this year, but uh, he has started uh, pinging and 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 hooking up with Everett a lot more than you know last year. Last year it was just those three receivers. And it seems that uh, he's he's getting more involved with his tight ends this year. And if you want to kind of a punt play at at min price, Tyler Higby at uh, twenty five hundred is not a terrible play either. So the the two tight ends that I had written down were uh, Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
listen, so it's a volume thing too, really. Uh, Gerald Irvin's been starting to get a lot more targets, and it looks like uh, it's not certain that he's going to be able to play, and if he can't play, Tyler Higby is going to pick up some of those targets. He's not nearly as athletic, but he will pick up some of those targets, and Arizona just gives up a bunch of points to the tight end position. Um, so I will, I'll leave that one there. Uh, I'm going to give you um, a who play uh, who costs more than Tyler Higby. Uh, this is a GPP flyer uh, that I actually played last week, uh, and he scored me a touchdown. Caden uh, Smith, tight end for the New York Giants, who is playing in that Green Bay game. Um, Daniel Jones has shown that he likes to throw to his tight end. Uh, Caden Smith had six targets last week against the Bears. Uh, and the uh, Packers are giving up the third most points per game to the tight end position at 16 points a game. Um, and I suspect that the Giants are going to have to score. I doubt Evan Ingram plays. It doesn't look like Red Elson's cleared the concussion protocol yet. So it looks like Caden Smith is in line to start again. Um, so a high volume play likely at under 3K. Uh, I think it's worth the shot. Mm, interesting. Caden Smith, um, <laughs> the second lowest projection or <laughs> rating in my model. <laughs> so um, he's also really only played one full game this year. Yeah, I know. That's uh, I, I okay. Uh, I'm not gonna make you know heads or tails of that play. I don't know much about the guy and and we're talking about pump plays you know your guess is as good as mine and the tight end position has been very unpredictable this year i will we're go talking ahead. about a slate that's down you i know, will two extra games to go ahead and say that the guy that i mean you knew i was going to talk about arizona tight ends or tight ends facing arizona i should say um and the only reason I didn't talk about this other guy is because I thought you might talk about him, and that's Jack Doyle um, for Indianapolis. Um, but he's going to be real chalky, I think, at 3,300. But now that um, your boy Eric Ebron is on the IR, and, and we know that uh, Brissett likes, likes his tight ends as well, uh, the matchup against Tennessee is not a bad one. They give one point uh, four points over expected to the position, um, so that's that's just my little bonus tight end. But uh, you know, everybody's going to be on him chalk play. Uh, yeah, I mean that one's kind of the the no brainer. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it, not because I figured everybody would do it, but. Um, I have Eric Ebron that I had to put on IR in my league <laughs> where I have to win and get some help to get into the playoffs despite having scored the most points multiple times this year. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is turning into the woe is us uh, podcast here. Yeah. Well, you, you brought up bad luck earlier and uh, I've lost Tyreek Hill twice. Melvin Gordon didn't play. Saquon Barkley was hurt. Uh Marlon Mack goes on IR. Eric Ebron goes on IR. It's been a rough couple weeks. <laughs> well, then. 
I think yeah. for that, we should uh, sign off and go cry in our beer a little bit. But actually, we shouldn't because it's Thanksgiving. We're going to be thankful for the opportunity to uh, reach out and, and, and give our thoughts every week and get a little bit of feedback from those of you who do listen. Uh, we appreciate uh, the support that we've gotten. And, um, you know, this is a fun hobby for us. So regardless if there's uh, 10 or 10,000 listening to us, um, we're, we're, we're just uh, in it to have a little bit of fun, uh, bounce some ideas off of each other so that uh, we can uh, try to come up with our our best foot forward in the lineups we're playing each week. So um, we do appreciate that. So, J.D., give them the spiel. Where can they find you? Same old story. Find me in those usual spots at J.D. West 22 on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter at Justin M. West on Instagram, JMW1977. You can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at anotherbadcall at gmail.com. And check out the webpage, Another bad call dot com. For JD, I'm Justin. Keep on listening. Another bad call. <laughs>